Give Us This Day Evening Edition is a devotional reflection upon the New Testament lesson from the Order for Evening Prayer from the Book of Common Prayer 1928. These reflections are written and presented by Father Charles Erlinson, who serves at the Church of the Good Shepherd Reformed Episcopal Church in Tyler, Texas. Today is Tuesday of the 12th Sunday after Trinity. The lesson is taken from Romans chapter 13. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid, for he beareth not the sword in vain, for he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Wherefore ye must needs be subject, not only for wrath, but also for conscience' sake. For for this cause pay ye tribute also, for they are God's ministers, attending continually upon this very thing. Render therefore to all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Owe no man anything but to love one another, for he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. For this, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet, and if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in the saying, namely, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law, and that, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand, let us therefore cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying. But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lusts thereof. What is the strongest substance known to man? On the most scale, it is a diamond, which is a ten out of ten. To be more precise, the hardest substance now known to man is aggregated diamond nanorods, or ADNRs, which are an allotrope of carbon believed to be the hardest and least compressible known material, as measured by its isothermal bulk modulus. Aggregated diamond nanorods have a hardness measure of 491 gigapascals, while a conventional diamond measures only 442 gigapascals. Or if you like science fiction, the adamantine of Wolverine's skin, X-Men, is the hardest substance known to man, adamantine meaning unbreakable. True adamantium can be destroyed through very precise molecular rearrangement, such as when it is altered by Thanos while wearing the Infinity Gauntlet, if you want to get technical. But I know a substance the thing that is stronger by far than any of these. It has the power to mutate math so that 1 plus 1 equals 1, and it has even been known to make 1 plus 1 plus 1 equals 1. It is impervious to all evil and cannot be destroyed by it. It can prolong life when all other antidotes fail, and the lack of it has been known to cause a slow and agonizing death. It has the power to bind people together like some biological superglue, 
and it has the power to compel a man to give up his life for someone else. By it, slender women have been turned into she-hulks so that they can rescue their toddlers trapped under cars. That substance is love. It is the greatest commandment, and it is the second greatest commandment. It is the one debt that we owe to each other, for as St. Paul says, Owe no man anything except to love one another, verse 8. Paul has been talking about the law, and that we are not saved by keeping the law. In fact, we are all lawbreakers and unable to keep the law. But the power of love is so great that it alone of all things can enable us to keep the law. For he who loves has fulfilled the law. All the commandments, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet, and all the others are summed up by one commandment, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. But where shall we obtain this strongest, most precious of substances? Only from God, who is love, and only by first loving him with all our heart and soul and mind. Every commandment, all 613 of the Old Testament, they were given to teach us love, either for love of God or love of neighbor. Even a law, such as the law of the ox that gores, is about love. Why would God stoop to make a law about an ox that is known to gore people and to hold its owner accountable for what the dumb ox does? Because an owner who has an ox that is known to gore people and does nothing about it is not loving his neighbor as himself. Love does no harm to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfillment of the law. Romans 13.10 What happens when we put Romans 12.1 and Romans 13.8 together? Clarity and a call. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is a reasonable service. Owe no man anything except to love one another. Love is the chief means by which we offer ourselves to God as living sacrifices acceptable to Him. It is by love that we can withstand the pressures of this world to conform us to its image. I picture one of those monstrous machines that compresses a chopped-up car into a solid block of metal plastic waste. That's what the world does to each of us, unless we have the power of God's love within us. In that case, the dark satanic mills and machines of the world grind to a halt. They huff and they puff and they paw their impersonal feet and hiss and pop, but they are powerless to change us. By love we are transformed from the grotesque deformities of the image of God back into his image, the image of his Son. But love is a sacrifice. To love you must give up yourself to another. To God this is natural and delightful, but to man it is loathsome and weak and unnatural and hard. Love is the armor of love by which we withstand the pressures of the world, and the armor of God is none other than Christ himself, the love of God incarnate in us. To put on Christ is to put on love, and to put on love is to put on Christ. Put on Christ and you will not need to worry about the law, because love by its very nature keep the law. But to love the law is not a restraint, but a wife with whom it is one flesh. To love the law is not to see the law as the law that must be kept, but which love really doesn't want to. It's the law that is one flesh with love, and also its desire and end. But this work of casting off darkness and resisting the world is contrary to our old man. And therefore in this world, love is a sacrifice. It is a giving up of oneself to another, God or neighbor, even when it doesn't want to. But love has yet a stranger power. Love that begins by sacrificing for the good of another, even when it doesn't want to, eventually is transformed by its own power into a love that truly desires to do what is loving in spite of the cost to itself. Love is the power of God, and it is the power of the cross. It is the mark of one touched by grace and who lives by faith. It is the power of the Father, 
and his Son, and the Holy Spirit to be one God, and it is the power of God made man in Christ, and now it is also the power of God in you. It is love, and it is the strongest, most precious substance known to man. Give Us This Day Evening Edition is a presentation of Always With Christ Radio, radio in the Anglican way.